Hello and welcome to yet another Innovation Forum podcast with me, Toby Webb. And joining me in this podcast is Karima Huda, who is the founder of Illumin Earth. And Karima and I are going to have a chat about the conference we just held on sustainable apparel and textiles in New York, because she very kindly moderated lots of sessions for us. But before we do that, Karima, why don't you tell us about Illumin Earth and what you've been up to for the last few years? Listeners might be keen to know very briefly about your history before that as well. I've spent a couple of decades in the sustainability field before it had a name and before it was mainstream. So first in the fair trade movement, helping companies trade more equitably, and then inside large corporations like Mondelez and Nike and in the food and fashion sector, moving change within. I founded Illuminareth early this year. I advise companies on setting their ESG strategies if they don't have one already, and as well as coaching the ESG leaders within companies to action those strategies by themselves. Um, I'm also building a regenerative leadership curriculum and launching it in the fall, so watch that space. As I said, you very kindly moderated a number of sessions at the Sustainable Apparel and Textiles Conference in New York, which we held just about a week ago or so. Now, for me, it was a very different atmosphere from what we run in Europe. And given that you've worked in the space, I think you understand that we all recognize that the, the regulatory dynamics are different. But what were your overall headline takeaways from the conference? What was your feeling about how the conference went and what the kind of mood music was? First of all, it's important to note that I've been to a lot of your conferences in the food sector and not as many in the fashion sector. And it was really interesting to, to see the contrast, right? This event, the Innovation Forum format, and your brand is newer to the fashion sector in North America. And so there was a bit of trepidation in the pre-prep sessions around what is the Chatham House rules? Do we get canned questions that we can have canned answers to? I think ultimately all the panelists and participants found the candor and the depth of conversation very refreshing. I think it's more needed in the sector. So that was important. The fact that now this year, all conferences have been oversubscribed because people are very keen to meet each other in person, to have those side conversations, have the in-depth connection to learn from each other and move forward. I think that was a very important factor of the event. I think the key takeaways are circularity, scope three, and smaller companies. I think circularity to me is on everybody's minds. I think people are trying different models, but nobody's cracked the model yet. And yet we can't all be creating future garbage. Neither can we all be wearing the same monomaterial, monocolor outfit throughout the world. So we need to figure that part out. And I still see companies grappling with that and, and needing to do more. I see that there's a lot more attention on scope three and upstream in general through traceability, through human rights work. That's actually really exciting. I also hope to see collaboration happen upstream in the fashion sector more. And the small but mighty, some of the, the best insights came from some small brands that are innovating in different ways that are changing the way that whole brand ethos is responding to the climate crisis and to inequality worldwide. I was really struck by one provocative set of comments from a former board director of a major apparel brand. I won't say who it was because we did it under the Chatham House rule. And he said, given all his years of experience, given the challenges of circularity, we're not going to go anywhere until the largest companies in the space start supporting regulation that raises the bar and creates a level playing field. I think he got a round of applause, if I remember rightly. Part of me was overjoyed to hear that because that's what's happening in Europe. It's, in my view, what's needed to create minimum standards. But secondly, I was surprised at the level of support in the room. What did you think of that conversation? 
I think regulation is always part of the solution, but it's only one part. There's also design innovation. You can only recycle what's recyclable, but if you keep adding bubbles onto your clothes, which we all like, and if you like colors and sparkles, those are not recyclable. You do need the companies to think through innovation and not just the largest companies, but all the, the various companies of all sizes. And then you need consumer behavior to also change. So I think there's a three-pronged approach needed. The biggest companies always drive more voice. We also have a bigger diversity of fashion companies that all need to focus on all three things. Absolutely. I'm not suggesting regulation is the answer to everything. But when we look at plastics and packaging, it looks like there are some clear models there where you might actually say incentives as much as regulation or even more than regulation can create change. If you think about the panels you moderated, are there any kind of themes and extra highlights, nuggets that you heard that perhaps you can share with us that you, you remember from the conference? I think a lot of the conversations were around data and how do you get to data for all the, the depths of regulation, all the variety of regulation that's coming, especially if you're a company that's both in North America and in Europe where the regulations are slightly differently worded and different enough that it needs very specific nuanced management. But what came out was that even before you get to the data for regulation for science-based targets is integration, right? How are companies actually integrating their sustainability work, their ESG work, their circularity work into the ethos and the culture of the company? How are they actually getting alignment and buy-in of the mainstream players? And I felt that some of the companies were definitely at an earlier stage and a ways to go. We're looking forward to taking the agenda forward next year. I recorded a number of other podcasts, listener, if you want to hear them, particularly one on the needed energy transition to renewables and supporting renewables for garment manufacturers in Southeast Asia. There's a couple of podcasts related to that on the stream. So have a look on your Innovation Forum podcast stream. You'll find those coming up soon. In the meantime, Karima, thank you so much for doing a wonderful job as moderator. Welcome back anytime. And thank you for your insights on the podcast. <music>